0: Coming up on today's message with Pastor Johnny. The church is not the place for the chosen frozen. The church is not the place where emotions should be stifled. A church, The church is the place where emotions should be encouraged. He says the call on seek the Lord while he may be found and the call upon him while he's near. If you got sickness in your body, you better call on him. If you can't get along with your family members, you better call on him. They messing with you on the job, you better call on him. They messing with you at the uh, with your spouse messing with you, you better call on him. You got these problems You don't know where your child is at. You better call them. You got these things going on in your life. Call on the Lord. Verses 1 through 9. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money. And without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread. And your wages for what does not satisfy. Listen carefully to me and eat what is good. Let your soul delight itself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Hear and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people, a leader and commander for the people. Surely you shall call a nation you do not know, and nations who do not know you shall run to you because of the Lord your God and the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found, call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God. For he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and your thoughts and my thoughts than your thoughts. God's word for God's people and everybody. God's people said amen. 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 You may be seated. I want to talk a little bit today about bad credit. That's okay. Bad credit. That's okay. So in many cities... Across the United States of America, there are car dealerships, and they tend to cluster in certain areas. If you got a car dealership in one area, best believe if a Toyota store opened up there, there'll be a Ford there pretty soon. And right behind the Ford store will uh, be a, Toy- uh, a Chevy store because they see this is a good place to buy cars and uh, use cars sometimes known as pre-owned cars, can also be found in a lot of the similar locations around town. And should you walk past some of them, uh, a few of them, don't be surprised if you see signs that say, financing available, bad credit, okay. And they want to sell you a car. Try to get on the lot. And just look around and then walk off the lot and see if don't nobody cut you off on the way to your car trying to make sure you don't uh, walk off and they will let that money walk off the lot. Uh, la- the, the time before last when I was looking to buy a car, I went to a lot and, and uh, went to the dealership and I drove on there with my mom and started looking around and I didn't like the price that they was, uh, the I didn't like the numbers on the window. So I was like, I'm going to go find me a different lot because I'm not going to pay that much for that when I know it's a couple thousand dollars cheaper somewhere else. Best believe the salesman that saw me before he got there, but they weren't able to get to us before I, I got out the car and got back in. But best believe he hopped in front of the car on the way out. Can we talk about it? Maybe we can work something else out. I ended up buying a car somewhere else, but the thing is, is when you go to these places, they don't uh, they will work with you rather. Uh, even if your credit is bad, they will find a way to sell you a car. You can go online or when you listen on the radio, you'll see these commercials and hear the commercials, and, and you'll see the the similar language. There was one site that said, no collateral, no hassle. We can help. And we can get you the cash you need in as fast as 24 to 48 hours. Other headlines say uh, bad credit loans, fast and easy. Uh, Your job is your credit. People with bad credit, okay. Installment loans for bad credit. Cash now, no credit check. We can get you a loan by this time tomorrow. No money down. 0% 0% financing for 60 months. We buy titles, cash now. Uh, there are 15 plus credit cards available for you to repair your credit. Uh, some of them say bad credit is okay. Bad credit also auto sales. Uh, get approved for a $5,000 bad credit loan in 60 seconds. Unfortunately, sometimes these bad credit loans are, are a place for loan sharks. Uh, predatory lending, the thing is is they know you 're not qualified to receive these benefits anywhere else, so this place is going to offer you a benefit that you are not qualified to receive, but there's going to be a hefty penalty yes, to pay for that but it 's interesting because when we look at the Bible. There's a whole bunch of people in the Bible that are not qualified to receive the benefits they're supposed to receive. They're not qualified to be in the position that they're supposed to be in, but yet they're 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 in that position anyway. I'm reminded of Moses who had a a bad stutter. And he's called to lead the people out of a bondage. And David was young. He was eight years old when he was nominated to be king. Now, he didn't become king at eight, but he was nominated. So there's a whole story there about being prepared and getting experience, but I'm, not for Sunday. But the point is, you have these people who are not qualified being put in positions I've heard some preachers say God does not call the qualified, but he qualifies the called. Yes. Time and time again, people who are not supposed to be in situations that they're in are able to get it. Uh, and I think about that because that is a very strong pitch in the passage that I read and you're hearing Isaiah 55. And when he basically says to come, even though you don't have any money. you can get wine and milk and meat, no money, just come on and eat. It says, yes, come and buy wine and milk without money and without price. That is a fabulous offer. That is a spectacular offer. You you, you buy in without money and you don't have to barter, there's no cost to it, you can just come get the food you need for no cost. I would not advise you to walk into H-E-B or Kroger and just walk down the aisle and start putting stuff in your cart and then just walk on out. But here, the author of is uh, Isaiah is saying that God says to come and buy without money. How do you buy something without money? How is that possible? The store owner gives you something and doesn't charge you for it That's a gift, not a purchase. Uh, You didn't buy anything. The owner might say this one's on the house. You didn't buy it, but this is still saying that we bought it without a price. But you bought it without a price because somebody else paid for it. Ah, that's precisely the good news of Jesus Christ. Were it not for the unbelievable? Uh, the, 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 the unbound and bottomless love and mercy of God, who, who's the real owner, who's the real merchant, who owns the vineyard, we would not be able to afford all that God has to offer. And God doesn't demand any kind of payment. Uh, that's why it's grace. Grace. It's it's there before you're even able to pay for it. I've heard one pastor say that the grace is like chips at a Mexican restaurant. Nobody asks for them. The chips just show up with the salsa on your plate on your table. We didn't ask for Jesus to go through 42 generations and live a life that we couldn't live and die a death that we couldn't die and become a perfect sacrifice. But it was done for us. Ah, uh, The Bible says in Jeremiah that I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. We didn't ask for the grace. We didn't ask for the love. Amen. But we're allowed to receive it and take those benefits. Uh, this is, we can't afford everything that God has to offer. Unfortunately, God demand doesn't demand a payment. If we want what God has to offer, we cannot pay for it. So come, you who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come and buy the wine and the milk without money and without price. So come, you who wasn't born in the most perfect of families and partake in this grace and be a part of a perfect family full of imperfect people. Come, come. You who doesn't have all the titles behind your name. Come, you who has been a sinner yet saved by grace. Come, you who cannot afford everything that God has done for you and receive the benefits because you can't work it off. Come, you who got bad credit in the spiritual life and come partake of this without spending any money on your own. Ah, uh, This is a universal invitation into reg- uh, regarding the grace of God that unmerited favor God acting on our behalf to save us God acting on our behalf showing us how much God loves us God acting on our behalf to keep us from under- being in the presence of sin and having to deal with the penalty of sin I ain't got no money I can't afford to get my own way into heaven. But my ticket has already been paid for. And so there's a, a universal invitation regarding the grace of God. So we have the participants. Let the church say participants. Ah, it is for the thirsty. Ho, oh, everyone. Two, two words into the verse. Everyone everybody means everybody Hallelujah. we don't have a heaven or a hell to put anybody else in so we ought not be trying to decide who goes to heaven or to hell on our own yeah. All right. the biggest surprise when we get there I would hear is that first off that you in there yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and then second off you'd be surprised who else is in there with you uh, but it's for there, and there's these participants, so everybody means everybody. There's no qualifier on that. Everyone who thirsts come to the waters, and though you have no money, come by and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Sometimes we pay for things without actually paying for them. So that's why they had to say without money and without price. So some of them other things you might have done to pay for something, uh, 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 you don't have to do that either. Amen. And so we have the participants and we have the product. And it's talking about wine and milk and those things were essential to life, but it's also talking about life. In God. And so that is the product. And then we go from the product to the price. Let the church say price. Price. The price is absolutely free. This is something you can't buy with money and that's a good thing uh, because it prevents us from wasting money on these things. I said last week that you can tell a lot about a person and the people of God thought way back in the Bible days that you could tell a lot about a person by the way they handled money and the way they handled food. Yes. There's, there's impulse. Uh, I, I was watching one time uh, Making the Band with theologian Sean Combs uh, and, 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 and theologian Sean Combs uh, said that uh, also known as P. Diddy uh, or Puffy uh, he, he talked about why he got up in the morning and he worked for everything that he had and, and he said that if he just had a bunch of money and he wasn't working to try to make something for his children's children that he would just sit around and eat turkey sandwiches all day because money sometimes makes you more of what you are that's why a lot of people win the lottery and go broke because once you've removed that restriction, a lot of us are on time to places because we understand, especially the job, if we ain't on time to the job, we ain't going to be on time no more. We ain't going to worry about that no more. <laughs> we we operate the way we operate because we understand that we need resources in this secular world. But then there are sometimes the people that go broke on because that that influx of money no longer... Uh, puts any barriers on them and so they can do exactly what they want, when they want and how they want and so 75% of the people that win the lottery end up filing bankruptcy because they waste the money and it's not about the money it's about their behavior uh, and he says that you won't have to spend money on what is not bread and your wages for what does not satisfy because we spend a lot of time buying things with money we don't have and we're buying the money we don't have for things we don't need to impress people who do not like us anyway and we probably don't like them either but it says that we, why do you spend money on what is not bread and your wages on what does not satisfy But the price is absolutely free, so you don't have to worry about wasting your money on something that God is giving away freely. Ah. And so uh, uh, the, the, this, this, this price, this, this participant, everyone, and, and the product talking about this free wine and milk, but really talking about grace. And we got a, 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 the price, which is absolutely free, and the price leads us to the promise. Let the church say the promise. Ah uh, Yes, just like uh, uh, the, the, this, this free drink that God is talking about through the book of Isaiah, this grace, this thing that can save our lives, that he's talking about, this thing that, that is offered to us without a price or without money, this thing that is offered to us is, is making good on a promise. Uh, and, and there's a covenant involved in the promise. Uh, God says that he's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should seek cause to repent. Uh, God also says in Isaiah that my words shall never return to me void. So God cannot lie. If God were to tell a lie, the fact that God said it automatically makes it true. And so he says these things and he's we're reminded of what God says. And we ought to, when we want to move on in our lives and move to the next level of our lives, we ought to be saying what God says. Because if you always say what God doesn't say, you're going to get what God does not have For you, So you should be able to tell God based on what he's been saying in this word that I'm the head and not the tail, that I'm the righteousness of God, that I am the apple of his eye, that I shall be above and shall never be beneath, that I'm the lender and not the borrower, that I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. It is not I who lives, but the Christ who lives in me, that I can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives me strength. There are promises in the Bible, and if we recite those promises, our lives would be better off. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord shall deliver us from them. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, mount up with wings as eagles, run and not get weary, walk and not faint. We ought to be saying what God says for us if we want what God has for us. The promise. And just like there's paperwork. For that bad credit card loan uh, that you may get, uh, there is a covenant with the people of God. Just like the promises that God made to David when he says it in the text uh, in, in uh, uh, verse 3 where he says, Incline your ear and come to me. Hear your soul and you shall live that I will make an everlasting covenant with you. The sure mercies of David. Indeed, I have given him as a witness to the people and a leader and a commandment for the people. He says that the promises that I promised David, yes. I still promise to you as well. Uh, well, what did you tell David? What did, he, what did God tell David? Well, I'm glad you asked. In your home study, when you go spend some time in your home study, because uh, Sundays and Wednesdays ain't the only time you crack open the Bible, yeah. when, when, you, when, you, when you study in your personal time, spend some time around Second Samuel. Uh, Verses uh, chapter 7 verses 8 through 11 it says now then tell my servant David this is what the Lord Almighty says I took you from the pasture from tending the flock and appointed you ruler over my people Israel I have been with you wherever you have gone I have cut off all your enemies before you. Now I will make your name great. Like the names of the greatest men on earth, I will provide a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them so that they can have a home for their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. So the same promises that he told David he's telling everybody else who's in the family with David and guess what you all are in the family so he can take you from the pasture to leading some people he can make your name great amongst all the people and your reputation right he will cut down your enemies before you and give you a place of rest and establish a place for you to have rest ah David's, uh, the David's covenant with God was one of the most explicit because under David, the people of God got more established. Uh, under David, some key points in the history of Israel were accomplished and they, the same promise that God made to di- uh, David, Isaiah is letting you know it applies to you, whether you are in the family or a foreigner. Going back to verse 1, everyone Everyone who thirsts, everyone who has a desire, everyone who wants it, it's open to you. Uh, and so we have this promise. And then there from the promise, there's a plea. Uh, sinners are urged to seek the Lord now before it's too late. Uh, pray. 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 I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. The church is not the place for the chosen. Frozen. The church is not the place where emotions should be stifled. A church, the church is the place where emotions should be encouraged. He says the call on seek the Lord while He may be found, and the call upon Him while He's near. If you got sickness in your body, you better call on Him. If you can't get along with your family members, you better call on Him. They messing with you on the job, you better call on Him. They messing with you at the uh, with your spouse messing with you, you better call on Him. You got these problems you don't know where your child is at you better call him you got these things going on in your life call on the Lord call him seek him while he may be found call upon him while he's near have that talk with Jesus tell him about your problems oh what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry not some things, not a portion of the things, not 50-50, 70-30, 60-40. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Call on him. Call on the one who can fix the problem. Not somebody who'll go around and tell everybody else your business. Call on the one who can fix the problem. Not somebody that's just going to say, oh, well, I'm praying for you, and they ain't going to pray for you one bit. Call on somebody that can fix your problem. Isaiah's telling them it's a new day, and foreigners are allowed in. We are getting something we cannot afford for a price we cannot pay. And if our credit is bad, that is okay. Hmm. Uh, uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5 and 21 For he made him who knew no sin To be sin for us That we may become the righteousness of God in him We were born into sin yes, we were. What Adam did long and Eve did a long time ago Affected all of creation So we were born into sin But what Jesus did for us fixes that gives us access to eternal life and we're not good enough to make it on our own ah but the bible says in first john 1 and 9 if we confess our sins He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And then it goes back on in John, 1 John 3 and 5 and says, You know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. That's our bad credit being cleaned up when it's time to go to God. Romans 3, 23 through 26 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, being justified freely. Through his grace, which is something we can't afford, uh, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God sent forth as a propitiation by his blood through faith to demonstrate his righteousness, because in his forbearance, God had passed over the sins. That were previously committed to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness that God, that he might be the just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. So we all have had sin. We all got some bad credit. We all are not worthy of the gift of eternal life that has been brought upon us. But God was able to see through his son coming down to save us that we could have access to. Bad credit, no credit, okay. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the distant shore, very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master of the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters he lifted me, and now safe am I. And how did he lift me? Through that love, love lifted me. Love lifted me. When nothing else was felt, love lifted me. Me. And so because that love lifted me, because I'm able to have that, we have access, no matter what our credit is, to eternal life. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the doors of the church are open, and we invite you to come. Thank you for listening to this message. Be sure to subscribe to us on YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you found this message. If this message blessed you, Be a blessing to someone else and share it. Connect with Pastor Johnny on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to like Faith UMC Dickinson on Facebook.